What the fuck is up, everybody? It's Big Tim. Back with Jose, another one. Jose, we're back at it. We're still on Zoom. Jose and I, we're enjoying our respective days off. It's President's Week. I am on location. I am off the grid. Those of you who know me know where I am. Jose knows where I am. But for the rest of you people. Paradise. I'm off the grid. I'm in. I'm on a huge ranch in what I deem the middle of nowhere. And I love it. I may never leave. Jose, I may never come back, brother. Um, it is beautiful up there. It's peaceful, very uh, nature-esque. I wanted Jose to come up so we could do the show from here. I'm wondering but, uh, why you still have the background on if you have a nice background to be shown. You I might real, as well just I, let it be the natural one. I got I my white wall behind me. I don't, though. That's my thing. Having like, trees like, in your background wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. How the fuck do I? I don't even know how to do Like, that's screen sharing. I don't even know how to get into it. Like, I, and either way, like, like I'm Three not, dots, top right. The three dots on the top, right? Yeah, on your image. On my image. Oh, okay. Like, I'm going to show you. I'll show you my background, but you're not, like, you're not going to be happy with it. It's what, the doors? Yeah. That's why I figure. It's all good. It's all good? All right. Tim's, Tim's out on top of the world, I guess, is what your background would be described as. I'm off the world, baby. I'm out of the, Off the world. world? You're out of space. I'm in outer space, yeah, but like I'm off, <laughs> like here it's like I'm I'm off the grid and I love it. I love I love people, but I hate people also. And this <laughs> this is a place for my for my insomnia and anxiety and depression to just run like to not be existing because there's nothing to worry about here. You're recording away from people to produce something for the people. Exactly. I, I'm like yay, but like I don't, I'm not threatening my ex-wife's boyfriend because one, I don't have an ex-wife, and two, I've never really had a wife, so I don't really know what it's like to love to lose love the way that Kanye has. Apparently, that's a conversation for a different pod. hundred percent. The, the <laughs> pop culture pod with Tim think, and Jose. I think we should start doing that, but that's a conversation we could have offline. Definitely, people can let us know. Let's talk about what we do got to talk about. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the biggest troll in the world. We will get into that definitely. MLB and MLB, MLBPA, they, they still, they both fucking suck. But they've met both days. They've met, they've met two days. We'll see what we're talking about. Aaron Rodgers is on the R2C2. What is, R2C2, is that right, Jose? What is Fact check or uh, correction, Aaron Judge. You said Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron oh, I'm sorry. Judgey was on R2C2 with Ruko and CeCe. Ruko and CeCe. What were you going to ask? I was asking if that was the name of the, the podcast or not. R2C2, yeah. R2C2. Because it's uh, Ryan Rucco, CC. We'll get it. You know, football's over. You know, Aaron Rodgers, we're talking, we're talking about him today. We'll get into that why. But the, uh, there was very – that's the only football thing we got to talk about that. We're shifting into baseball. You know, we're going to show that we can be all-around all around fans. We got a lot to talk about in terms of, what, you know, contract extensions, who's looking to leave. Some one big star is looking to – Apparently, leave his organization, a team that he won the World Series with. We'll definitely get into bum, that. Bum, bum. Uh, the Knicks are horrible. The, the Knicks are absolutely horrible. Shout out. You knew uh, that already. Yeah, shout out Brooklyn. That's shout out Maria. You see, shout out Brooklyn. Maria tried to, like, like she just DM'd me out of the blue and was like, and then I told her about this. So I have to throw it. I have to throw out a little podcast. Shout out. A little shout out. Shout out Maria for DMing me. Right, shout out Maria. Um, we're, you know, MLB, uh, the MLB All-Star Game, forever the best All-Star Game out of all four major sports. We'll get into that. I have a huge rant about that. The Knicks suck. Knicks absolutely suck. Is there trouble in La La Land? LeBron, or no, excuse me, uh, Clutch Sports, a front for LeBron, is really upset with the Lakers. We're going to talk about that. 
LeBron throwing shade at uh, at Lakers management in the in All Star Weekend. Juwan Howard bringing the UFC to college basketball, knocking out a Wisconsin assistant coach. We're going to talk about that. And Zion Wilson, Williamson might be a shitty teammate. He's called, you know not not reaching out to CJ McCollum. We're going to talk about that. And JJ Redick calling out Zion. We got a fully packed show. It's me. It's Jose. It's Zoom. It's all you. We got a lot for a week without football. I know, baby. Football season's over. It's time to it's time for the real work to begin. Jose, Let's you got into it. You got anything to add? No, I'm ready to rock. We're hungry today. All right, hit the music. Why don't you talk tonight? Drugs got me sweating, but the room getting colder. Looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Lean with me, pop with me, get high with me if you rock with me. Smoke with me, drink with me, lean with me, pop with me, get high with me if you rock with me. All right. We're ready to rock, you beautiful people. Yes, oh, sir. What happened? Why did my screen stop sharing? Your screen's still sharing for me. I uh, believe we were going to kick it off with A.A. Ron Rogers. A.A. Ron Rogers, yep. And as I just lost my... Adding Green Bay. Some big news today, or no, it's supposed it's, to be some big news today on the Mac. Not, not even supposed to be some big news, dude. It was, what's it called? It was, it, it was just truly like... I. I think he was. I, I think he was trying to just be like a troll in the best way possible. So last night, did you see what he posted on 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 uh, on Instagram last night? Rogers, no, I don't follow he, him. So you should follow. You should follow him. But that's besides the point. Um, it's the goat. So he posted he's like goat. He's he's the goat. He's a goat. He's the goat now. Um, Get me to a Super Bowl, then we'll talk. <sighs> All right, we talk about that another time. Um, he posted like a an appreciation Monday post where like he talked about Randall Cobb and uh, Devontae Tay Adams, uh, David Bakhtiari, uh, like their respected wives, <clears throat> um, everyone in the quarterbacks room, their head coach, their general manager. Like he talked to he talked about everyone and being like. You know, I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate you guys. Like, like just, you know, just so much, like, just so much shit. And then, like, uh, Pat McAfee, who was on vacation last week, he, put, he tweets out last night, we have a super, super guest today. And, every, and the world's able to figure out that it's Aaron Rodgers because Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't he do a, a weekly spot with them? He does during this routine. He does during the season, but it's the postseason. So, like, everyone was like, so, why is – but. Yeah, so he just went on to say nothing. He no. called an basically an emergency press conference, and he just went on there. And not even like, an yeah, emergency. I'm, I'm press actually conference. not going to say anything. I'll give him. I'll give him credit. Like he came on, and like the first thing he said was like, "For those of you that are tuning in to, you know, because it, it, dude, McAfee show like it pulls like sixty five to seventy thousand views, like on average. Today they had one hundred and thirty five thousand people tuned in on YouTube alone. God only knows what this spot, what the uh." what the serious XM numbers were, but like everyone was tuned in because everyone thought this was Rogers saying, Hey, I'm done. Rogers, the, like the first few words out of his mouth were, Oh guys, this is not about, this is not, this has nothing to do with my future. So for those of you trolls that are just here to, to hear, to hear me say I'm retired or something like that, like you guys should just leave right now. And Mac be trying to be like the good. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They, they don't have to leave right yet, but like, it's good that like you're being upfront about it. Um, but yeah, he came on and he was like, you know, like th this isn't what this is about. Like he's hasn't made a decision yet. He's um, 
he's weirdly like into like Zen Buddhism and like other things like that. Like he just finished comes across that way. His demeanor is always very like SoCal, like chill. He just came out. He was he was bragging, not bragging, but he was talking about like this. I can't even pronounce it. If I have my phone with me, I would look at it. It's like uh it's like a punch karma 12 day cleanse. And it's like, oh, the, I, yeah, yeah. He wasn't he just coming out of a 12 day cleanse when he, he was on the McAfee show today? He, he's that's what he said. That's what he let it off by. And then so he, it. he just felt very empathetic. I heard was the quote they used or something like that. Yeah. So Tone Diggs, who is a like he runs hammered down for them. And he's like and he's I would say he's McAfee's number two, but I don't think McAfee really has a number two. He like he pulls it up. And after Aaron leaves, he's like. Yo, this thing involves like shitting and puking like five times a day. And it's just like it's it's just it's something that's like it's disgusting. It's not disgusting, but it's like, well, I'm sorry, it is disgusting, but like it's something like tied to something greater. I don't even know. I like I heard about it and I was just like, I was, I'll I'll take Aaron for it. I'm not really trying to do this. I don't know. I also just heard that he broke it off with his girl. No, that so was an, that was another thing that, about that. I mean, oh, but dude, he was, in, he was in like a what? I didn't even know he moved on from Danica Patrick, first of all. And then I learned that he had been in a relationship with this girl for like at least two years or something like that. They were engaged yeah, so, and there was an amicable split. It's always an no, amicable split. He is a fucking troll. In the interview, you hear Shailene in the background laughing about something. And then Aaron's like, no, that's just the TV. Like in like a fully like joke manner. Like, and even last night, like his, his, his appreciation post one of the things was dedicated her name's shailene woodley she's an actress i don't really know too much about her i don't really know that i've seen her she's a beautiful looking girl but she um i think i think it's a troll like aaron's like he's he's openly admit like he's not like the only media that he does is mcafee like like he's very adamant about that he's like i think i don't think that i don't think that they're broken off at all no i think they're friends and he's he's doing this as a double benefit one towards mcafee obviously to help oh no i'm sorry I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry then... I'm talking about i'm talking about his girl i'm talking about shailene oh i don't think they're broken up at all i think i think that someone oh, you think said, that this is just a front i don't think it's a front dude i think that i think that they're still together i still i don't know how strong they're going because you know oh. and, you know during the season i'm sure it's difficult to like you know truly be you know boyfriend girlfriend fiance fiance like i'm sure it is but like I don't think that the relationship's done. I'm sure maybe it took a hit, but I don't know that it's done. And I just don't think Aaron gives enough of a shit to like come out and correct the record. I weirdly think that like her laughing in the background was like their way of saying like, hey, like fuck you guys at Inside Access and all this shit. Like you guys don't know us. Like this is what we're doing. Maybe, maybe. I mean, for Rogers though, he, he just, he's just kind of pulling the strings to his own puppet. 100%. At this point, I feel like he... If let's say he were to announce his re retirement today, I totally believe that that would have been a way to just free himself from the situation he's in with the Packers because they don't want to trade him to an NFC team, especially the Niners, which everybody knows Rodgers wants to go play for the Niners and be in California. That's a team that's ready to win now. So, hey, maybe if I just call retirement or maybe I show up on the McAfee show to give everyone the illusion that, you know, I could do this at any moment. All I have to do is hit up McAfee and say, hey, I need a spot on your show. And that could be the end of Aaron Rodgers as a football player, at least until he's free from his contract and then can go openly sign with, you know, the Niners or any other team for that matter. Because you could insert him in Tampa Bay. You could insert him 
if the Titans wanted to move on from, from Tannehill, imagine him with Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones. Forget about it. Like, there's a lot of great fits for him that he side might necessarily note, be limited to. Side note, every time I hear Julio's name, I, talk, I think about the little baby song. I forget what the name of it is, but it's like, I'm an Atlantic, get paid like I'm Julio. I, just, I love that part of the song. It's sci-fi. Um, no, so it's one probably inter- like Migos or something, bro. What? No, it's about little baby. Uh, um, no, but one, one interesting thing that, that, like, even the boys in the show, like, I, I feel on some level, McAfee had to know that he was that the guy wasn't going to talk about his future. But I think he, like, it, it was just, you know, it was obviously McAfee's playing. Now, I don't want to say playing both ends, but he's like, he has a crowd to cater to. Um, Brian Guthekunz, who's the GM of the, of the Packers, scheduled a press conference for 3 o'clock tomorrow. And, like, and that's, what, that's what gave this fuel that, like, okay, this is Rogers calling into McAfee to – this is Rogers calling into McAfee to, to announce his retirement. And, but uh, just another thing to your point of, like, what he wants to do in terms of, you know, moving forward, maybe out of Green Bay. Like, Rogers was very, 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 like um, – not compassionate, but very commendable of the of the uh, of the Niner, not the Niners, of the Packers front office this season. Like saying, like, hey, things have changed. Like things went very well. I had two very good amicable conversations with, but like he was very like it, it was the it was a complete one eighty from last year. Of like he stayed through. He stayed in Green Bay a little bit after the season. He talked to some people. Like even the boys on the show, they after the show they were like after the interview they were like, it doesn't feel the same way like it did last year. Like it weirdly feels like A Rod could stay one more year in Green Bay. I wouldn't be surprised, but I just think that he has the need to feel like he's in control. He has the need 100%. to feel like he's, you know, if I'm staying, it's because I want to stay. It's not because you guys are retaining me, you know? Right, I think... I, I and, think and he Shailene, wants to feel authoritative in that situation. I think Shailene Woodley has been a blessing and a curse to him because she's really, like, opened his eye. Like, it was... And she's weirdly, in a way, like, not to the same level, but what Madonna was like for Dennis Rodman in that, like, you're allowed to, like, feel some type of way and, like, you're allowed to express it and, you know, feeling these things aren't bad for you and... Doing you're, throwing, things that are- you're throwing a lot of assumptions about their relationship out here right dude, now. But dude, the timeline matches like with him, like you fly actually, on the wall while they're talking. While no, they're but dude, I'm telling you, watch the show, watch, watch McAfee, watch Aaron over, like go back over the last two years when he's been with this girl. Like that, that's weirdly like around the time where like his like zenfulness like slowly started to emerge. Like he was just this clean cut guy. Nobody knew too much about him. You know, you knew that he had uh, he had problems with his family and his brother, but, but like you didn't know shit else about him. And now he's being very talkative about like his, his beliefs and this thing with the Tim. With you're the making vet. a perfect you're making a perfect segue right here. For what? Well, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you're talking about he's clean. He's well presented. Talking about an Aaron. Now you're making me think about another Aaron. We're gonna get to it. I'm Bro. I, listen, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get to it, dude. I just there's like I just I think you can't, right, you that, can't go on a, a 30 minute rant about Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. I know you're right. I know it's not my business. You're right. All right. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers was a troll today, and I and I fucking loved it. That's my bottom line of it. It really, it really turned you up. It got you going. 
made me think, what am I going to do for the next like 30 Sundays without football? I don't know. I digress. Hopefully something I think, will help. I think you should go on the IG, maybe even go live if you want to and continue this rant on there. I will, but speaking we got of, we got like 10, 10 things on this list today. We got jam-packed. Speaking speaking of things to do on uh, Sundays, the MLB and the MLBPA, they're meeting. They're meeting they're right now. See, now you're using the segues to your advantage. You're I right, like I it. Am. We'll get to <laughs> we'll get to your Aaron Judge bullshit in a minute. Fine. Let's um, go. Let's go to labor negotiations then. Okay, labor negotiations. Uh, yeah, so MLBPA and the MLB, they've been meeting. Uh, I've been, I was doing some research on it today. So the biggest thing about this is that it seemed like both sides, like they've been, they've been weirdly trying to drag this out until someone gets pushed up against the wall. For the, the one deadline, like the MLB has a, has, you know, has a self-imposed deadline that they can't have a deal done by the 28th. The season's going to start late. One deadline that's been talked about has been March 31st. That's when players are scheduled to start getting paid again. That's one of the big things. So the I mean, I heard I heard MLB is coming back with a slightly more competitive offer. Like I, I heard they raised the arbitration pool from five million to like twenty million. I believe it was. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so they're starting to come up. The problem is that the players um, are asking for something way more significant than that like like even though mlb is coming up it's nowhere near to the level of what they're asking for and that's the challenge that they're going to have right and the one one other thing with it like the i don't know what the players are asking for but i know the owners they want to redo the luxury tax so you know the uh, you as a yankee fan will probably know this better than me but um for after you spend over, I think it's like two hundred million dollars on payroll or something like that. After you spend over, it might be one ninety five, but after two hundred million, you get taxed on it. Like I think I, it's usually it's like a it's dollar. Marginal. It's it's like a dollar per dollar, or like a dollar fifty per dollar over the yeah. over the cap or something. Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, so if you want me to elaborate real quick, I don't know what the exact numbers were. I think the first one's like 206 or something like that. Then it's like 222 and then like closer to 250 are the three tiers. The first tier is like a 32% tax, right? So anything between what did I just say? 206 and 222, you get taxed at 32%. And then anything between 222 and, you know, 240, 250 plus or whatever it is, what that bracket is you get charged an additional it's like it goes over 50 percent, i think per every dollar that you spend so now does that money does that go to the pa or does that go to does that go to like to that, some type of fund or some shit like i think it does i think it does i'm not going to pretend to know where though but yeah i, I think it might I, I would i would probably guess like it would have to go to the P- it, would ha- it would have to go to like the pa or something right like that's like yeah, I don't, like I don't like I I I won't lie. I, I understand contracts. I understand like I understand like the money side of it. I just don't understand the CBA side of it. Like I don't know. I guess if if they spend over if if they if they eat into the luxury tax, I guess it goes into the players' union to I don't know maybe be redistributed or some shit. I really I I have no idea. I'm not gonna pretend to have an idea. But the biggest thing with it. They they've been at the, they've been in this lockout since what November fifteenth or some shit like that. They've never talked about yep. this, and that's the biggest thing the owners want to get done. And I just like th- this week I, I read a tweet 
that you know it it really seemed like the sense of urgency had had stepped up a little bit on both sides in terms of like it's less grandstanding and it, and it's more like it's it's time to like get things done. Um, Marcus Stroman has pissed me off throughout this entire thing. Um, it, like the one the one big like there are thirty owners right like there are thirty owners in the yeah. MLB. Like why is this fault? Like I like I get like Rob Manfred's like the the head of it. But like this isn't on Rob Manfred. Like Rob Manfred's just strictly doing the bidding of the thirty owners. Like I just like and and, and, the, and these guys, these guys are go like I'm I go after Manfred also, but like not obviously I'm a fucking nobody, so no one gives a shit. But like owners like, control him. He basically like, represents them. Yes, like the way that Tony Clark represents the PA, mm-hmm. uh, Manfred represents the MLB, and I just I don't. The, bit, the weird thing is that, like, they've had, they, they, the players are coming to a, or have come to some type of realization that they are, that they've been taken to the cleaners the last two negotiations because they played about 15 years without, without, um, without interruption in terms of, in terms of work stoppages. So, like, they feel that they've been, I don't want to say mistrusted, but they've been on the short end of the straw when it comes to labor negotiations and now they're trying to make it back. I really don't see. I really don't see how, because I feel like MLB players they get paid more than everybody else once they finally do get a contract. Which I guess, like, you know, I think uh, the NBA has far superseded that at this only, point. Only, only, only in the recent years, though. Only in soccer, recent years. forget about it. So I, I think that I, I think baseball used to be viewed as the sport that was giving out three hundred million dollar contracts, a la A Rod, right? Like A Rod, that was already well over ten years ago at this point. And now you got guys still averaging like the highest paid player. Well, all right, per per year was last year Trevor Bauer, right? Forty five. But after that, it's like thirty five or thirty six, which I believe is Mike Trout. Yeah, Mike Trout is Eric Cole. Mike Trout had Mike Trout had the biggest contract in in America. Biggest contract, but I don't know about per per year. It was like. It, it, they did the LA did some like wild Bugatti shit. Like it, it's Here's like it, it was like a, it was like a twelve year deal for four hundred twenty five million. I want to say like one hundred fifty million of it is deferred money to after the deal, so that it doesn't kill LA. It kill LA through it. Here's um, a here's a great a great one. Uh, Juan Soto just said he got offered what three forty for was it twelve or thirteen years? Something around that area, and people are saying he's going to be twelve five hundred million. Let's say it's twelve because that'll be a higher average annual value, okay. twenty eight million a year. And then you, your highest paid player in the NBA is probably like Steph Curry or Russell Westbrook. I guess it's probably Russ. I think. Yeah. And he's making forty. They're all making over forty million a year. Right. Forget the highest paid one. They're all making over forty. So I think MLB does have to step up a little bit because Juan Soto is obviously what top three player offensively speaking at least yeah and now with the emergence now I think now with the emergence of the DEH in both leagues his his value just skyrocketed because now any of the 30 teams can make a play for him knowing right. that hey I can you know for the, if it's a 15-year deal he can spend eight years in the field and in the last eight years he can be my DH. so yeah. his value just completely shot up that it's not only 15 teams anymore and yeah, I mean, kind of switching gears. What about a guy like Nelson Cruz, right? All these older guys who are just hitting they can only hit dingers and, and jogging around the bases. I agree. Can't play any positions. It's going to be a huge benefit to those guys. Absolutely. And I think there's like 15 if, if more anything, jobs think, that just opened up in MLB. 
if anything, I think that it, it would be it would make all 30 owners feel like more. I don't want to say more inclined, but it would make them feel more secure about giving some guy a 10 year deal knowing, hey, now I don't have to compromise about putting him in the field or, you know, paying him, you know, 20 or, you know, paying him $50 million to ride the bench. Like he can get up, he can give me four at bats a game and I, you know, I can really do work with him. Like it's, it, 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 it I, I see, you know, a couple of weeks out from it, I see much more of the benefits of it. Um, it but now I guess the players, you know, they're, they're more stands of like, great. Like we gave you what you want. Now it's time for us to give us what we want. And I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, I was listening to Jeff Passon on the Michael K show and he's starting to really think that the season passing, he really starting to think that the season isn't going to start on time. And I'm, I think it's inevitable at this point. I just, I wish it wasn't. I yeah. Just, because it's a one, shame. I did one of the other things that this is holding up free agency contract extensions. It's going to go nuts. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's part of what judge hit on when he was being interviewed. He, he said, like, you know, for me, it's easy because when they say, all right, the season is about to get started now, report to your training camps. He's like, I'm in Tampa. I just got to take a quick drive over to Steinbrenner Field. He's been I'm working there, but there's guys. He's been working out with DJ LeMahieu and Luke Voigt this whole time. I heard he was with Dom Smith, too. Dom Smith is in L.A. with Marcus Stroman as of today, at least. I don't know about long. Oh, yeah. but- I'm pretty I thought I heard him mention his name yesterday on the podcast. Uh, R2C2. I could be wrong, though. Isn't but, that a couple um, weeks old, though? It might be. All right. But way, he said he he said these guys who are who are free agents, you you gotta you're probably working out at home. Some of these guys are out of the country, and now you're gonna sign a contract and you gotta go to an abbreviated spring training to get acclimated with a new team. Like let's say the Yankees sign Carlos Correa and Carlos Correa works out in Houston or PR, right? Uh-huh. He signs maybe a couple days at. They give us a two week free agency period. He signs after the fifth day, um, and now he's got a week and a half to report to spring training, which is already going to be less than your normal four weeks that we're used to for position players, at least. Right. It's a tough transition. I think, and there, you could see a lot I think of. You, I think you're more likely to get that. hurt, also. Yeah. Boom. I like the, I didn't like it. I didn't like it when they did the ramp up period after the COVID, you know, after, after COVID, everything like that, that was inevitable though. And the guys did kind of have, you know, they did have, what's it called? They did have some type, some form of spring training before it got shut down due to COVID. Um, but like, yeah. if you, like, like pitchers, especially man, like I, I, each pitcher, I'm sure they're doing their own terms of protocol. Like they're, you know, they're all, you know, they're, they're working their asses off, but like, the, you you and I both know, dude. Like the first two weeks is usually soft when we, tissue injuries. We hear that we hear the Tommy John surgeries come out. Dude. Tommy John's hamstrings, calf strains, mm. right? You're gonna hear about a lot of things like that. I think, unfortunately, you might. Yeah. I mean, I hope not. Knock on wood, but you know, ACLs, things like that, come into question, concern. I, I agree. It's not. It's not an easy situation. It's not very safe for the players, which is kind of ironic because. They're spending this extra time to try and negotiate better terms for the players. Meanwhile, all they're doing is kind of jeopardizing the players' health. The one the thing, the one thing I found very interesting that the player that um, I think I thought it was Francisco Lindor, but it might have just been associated with the tweet. The the someone in the players' union in the in the players' reps came out and said, "Listen, we'll play under la- under the last CBA until we get a deal done." And the owner said, fuck that. Like, I, you know, I, 
I like that and I don't like that just from the mere sense of like, listen, if you're not playing, it doesn't necessarily lead, it doesn't necessarily have the, you know, it doesn't lead to the urgency of getting a deal done long term with it. But at the same time, like, okay, like, you know, we can, you know, we can keep this going because the, if, the, if both sides want to get like, you know, I don't want to say reform or like change because it really isn't that, but if they want it to really hurt, like it's going to take time and it's going to take time of missing games, missing deadlines, missing everything to the point of like, okay, both sides are losing money. Like it's time to get a deal done. And I don't, I don't want that, but that's like the way that they're talking. That's what has to be done in order to get what they right. want. Right. Yeah. I mean, with judge, he's just got to get his new deal and, and go to spring training. Right. And so talking about that, had judge was on R2C2. He said that he wants to be a Yankee for life. And, and, and a lot of articles that I've read have said that, you know, this is going to happen. This looks like something that has to happen or but, not that it has that, but it's going to happen. The problem is people just took the snippet of him saying, I don't even know exactly what he said, but paraphrasing, it, it if sounds it doesn't like he, happen, I'm, he, you know, he's I'll at, sign a contract somewhere else. He's, he's at, at peace, peace with it. He's at peace with like, listen, like sure. this might not happen. And realistically, it might not happen. He's been hurt. He hasn't sure. really played. Uh, a he's season. been healthy. He played last year, almost basically the entire you know, season. You, you know what he's, I'm saying? He's going to be the next Yankee captain. He's going to stay in pinstripes. And if they were to get rid of him, it's not going to be in free agency. They're going to trade him this year. Because they're gonna they're gonna want value back for him. They're no, not just gonna let this guy walk. I'm 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 more just making the point of like he he like he weirdly feels at peace. Like, listen, this might not happen, and if it doesn't, I'll always value my time as a Yankee. But like, I also I'm a baseball player. Like, I have to move on. Like, right. No, I don't think so. What I what I found funny from that pod too, CC said that he thought he was gonna be wearing Dodger blue. And then he said, I got to the first day of free agency, and the only offer I had was from the Bronx. CC thought he was going to be wearing Dodger blue? Yeah, that, that threw me a curveball. I thought CC and the Yankees were like a match made in heaven. I thought he was all for it. And he said, he's like, I don't regret it at all. Like, right. you know, once you play here, you realize that there's – it's unlike playing anywhere else. Obviously, you have to be built for it. But if you're built for and it, this is the best was. place in the world to, to, to play in. Yeah, I can I throw one more Yankee thing at you while we're talking about them. Go for you it. Hear Paul O'Neill's lover is going to be retired. I didn't. I actually it's surprised. I feel like I sh- I feel like I should have known, but I thought his number was already retired. Uh, to be honest with you, I thought it was too, right. um, but I guess not. I think they might have announced it, but then maybe with COVID, they didn't actually get a chance to pick a real date. Could be wrong. But uh, yeah, I was talking to Depp about it, and shout out Depp. Shout out to Depp. Paul O'Neill in his time with the Yankees hit 185 home runs over nine seasons, hit 303, and had 858 RBIs, I think it was. His OPS plus was 125, so that basically means he's better than 25% of the right fielders. I'm sorry, he's 25% better than the average right fielder is what that means in terms of his output. My favorite um, video of him. Did you offensively, ever, at least. Did you ever see the video of Armando Benitez throwing at uh, at Tino Martinez when he was on? Uh, Tino's on the Yankees. Armando Benitez is on the Orioles. It's the old Yankee Stadium. You have Daryl Strawberry. You have a very young, very very young Derek Jeter. You have Bernie Williams. You have Jorge Posada. I think Girardi was even still on the team at this point. Like, did you ever see that video? No. I'll send it to you. Like, 
it, it or like it, if someone hit a home run and Tino got Tino got plunked because of that by Armando Benitez, and you just see, um, I want to say it was Rafael Palmeiro trying. Is there someone trying to calm Tino down? And you see Paul O'Neill bear hugging Tino, like almost to the point of like trying to wrestle him to the ground a little bit, like yo, like we need you, like you can't do this. And like, and Tino's just sitting there. That's two times. That's two times that he's done this, and I'm fucking over it. And it was just, it, it, it's maybe my favorite video of like a baseball, like an old school baseball fight, because then Daryl Strawberry, I don't know how long he was suspended for after this, but he earned his money at this point. He like sneaks around, he like sneaks around the whole crowd, crumbs around, winds up, and knocks the shit out of Armando Benita. It was the best baseball fight I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen that. It sounds gonna, like chaos, though. I'm I'm gonna send it to you because it was it was awesome. Yeah, I didn't. But yeah, yeah go ahead. But yeah, so so they're 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 talking. They're gonna not talking about. It, they're going to retire Paul O'Neill's number. And I don't know the stats. I mean, obviously he's got a good tenure, nine years held down the right field corner as well as anybody has. Very serviceable. Yep. Um, to be honest with you, I thought the power numbers were going to be more. 185 home runs seemed a little light to me. But I guess it works out to about 28 a year. Um, Does it have anything to do with him being a Yankee broadcaster for as long as he's been? That's what that's what I said to Depp. I said this guy to me is a Hall of Fame broadcaster because he's amazing to watch. Right. I think Michael K really gets the best out of him. Uh-huh. Um, I but I don't know as a, as a player. I guess he was a winner, right? He was there for multiple championships. He was on. A, he was a, yeah. He was a winning player. You know, he, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody has a bad thing to say about him. It just like I said, I just. One, I'm surprised his number's not already retired. And two, like, yeah, I mean, it just, it, it feels like, it, it feels like, you know, maybe him being the broadcaster for as long as he has has led to this decision. I don't know. You know, Godspeed on the Yankees are going to run out of numbers soon, man. That's it. One through ten's already gone. I know. And then Adam Adovino <laughs> just wearing zero out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, we forgot about zero. One day 99 will be in there. Yeah, baby. Got to bring a ring to New York first. Yeah, him and, him and G. Yeah. Speaking of, um, you know, well, going back to what we were saying before about ramping things up once these guys finally do come to an agreement, the players' union and MLB. Uh huh. You wanted to talk about Freddie Freeman leaving the Braves, right? So I got, yeah, I got a weird Bleacher Report alert the other day. And it was saying that a lot of executives around the league are thinking that, that Freddie's, Freddie's done in in Atlanta. And I really, I don't, I don't get that. I really, I don't, you know. It, it did you see know. why? No, did you? Yes. So he, apparently the Braves offered him five years, five years for sure. I think 130 or 150 mil. Ooh, that's a lot. Uh, but Freddie wants six years. That's the biggest turnoff right now. The money, I'm not sure if it was in his range or not. His last deal was an eight-year deal for about 135 million bucks. I don't know what that average is out to, but it's good money. And then right. They would be fools to let him walk. Franchise player, cornerstone, probably like gonna that, retire his number in Atlanta one day. Not for nothing. And they have a resign him. They have Acuna and um what's the other guy's name? Um Albies locked up. Ozzie, I yeah. want to say another six years. Like they both signed yeah. eight years, the eight year deals the year before COVID. So they might have five or six years left. And, and, and obviously, uh, you know, Atlanta will have to pay both of those guys in due time. Acuna was a, a big discount, but also now that we 
know that he had went down with the ACL. I don't know. We'll have to but see he, how he comes back. But he's got he, better for him. He's Luis got Severino time to style. He's Yanks got locked time. up Severino before he became an ace. And then look at him since hasn't really pitched at all. But, um, but yeah, going back to Freddie Freeman, I mean, he's the guy down there. He's I mean, a good like, family man, right? He's the, he's, Positive he's, public image, you know, uh, raised through the farm system with them. Dude, that, like, bigger than that, he doesn't strike out. He's one of the hardest players to strike out. And it's, yeah. un, and it's unreal. They talk about it all the time. Like, yeah, yes, he doesn't hit dingers and he doesn't always get hits, but he doesn't strike out. It's it's flyouts. It's ground He's a near three hundred career hitter who also has pop and consistently drives in a hundred RBIs. And oh, by the way, he's also a Gold Glover at first base. Like I and the left-handed bat that the <clears throat> Yankees need on their on their lineup if Atlanta is dumb enough not to give him that six year. I Every other team in the league who can afford it and has a need at first base. If, if they're not going to sign him to a contract, should turn and, and offer this guy a contract. Dude, I'm just – I'm shocked. In this situation, yeah, usually – usually in a situation for – like, every team has one guy. The Yankees, it could be Aaron Judge. The Mets, I guess in the – I guess this this time around is Pete Alonso, but it was David Wright for a long time. Uh, you know, we, um, can go, we, can go every, we can go everywhere around. Like, every team has one guy where, like, it, he's the guy. Like, in this situation, Atlanta – like you go to Freddie and you tell him to write down a number and a year and yeah. you just pay it. And I'm shocked yeah. at this. Like uh, I'm, I'm shocked that this is like a report. Like I, it don't, it, it could also just be bullshit in terms of like people. It just, probably like, is. They, they need a story. Like it, it, you would almost, think I would if, still, I would still predict him to stay in Atlanta. I would for too. the record, but in the event that this report, there's accuracy to it, they'd be damn fools. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I just I, I was shocked to see this because, like I said, this is just something you don't see. Yeah. Um, did you watch Did you watch NBA All Star Weekend at all? I, I caught glimpses of Saturday night, the dunk contest and the three point contest, and then Sunday I did not really get to watch the uh, the All Star game because we were partying for my there's, dad's birthday. There's like MLB has All Star weekends locked up because. There's no competition in any other sport at the All-Star game. Like the, right. the, the, the NBA, the NFL, there's no def- – you don't play defense. Like the, even, the, even the – not the Seals, even the, the uh, rookies versus sophomores on Friday night, there was no, there was no defense until late yet. Guys, yeah, take guys are like shot. hugging each other, you know, smiling up and down the court. There's no intensity. There's no competition. Right. I mean, I the only buy, positive change but, that I will give them credit for, uh, I forgot what the name of the, the rule is, but the way that they're determining the winner of the game for the all-star game. Yeah. So it's like the EPAM rule. I know what you're talking about. Like it's like, it's, it's point-based. I, I actually read it. They've been doing it for like two, at least two years now, but I finally yeah. took the time to read into it and see how it's determined right. so basically you pay and you play a normal game for three quarters and then the team that's winning at the end of the third quarter like let's say team jose is playing team tim and at the end of the third quarter i'm winning 100 to 98 mm-hmm. you add 24 to the highest score because they're commemorating kobe right. so it's 124 so now the team that hits 124 there's no time in the in the fourth quarter no clock all you have is the shot clock and you go possession by possession. Uh-huh. So now I have to get 24 points and you have to get 26 points. 
But if you can get those 26 points before I get my 24, you can win. So it's a way to kind of increase competition and also to prevent teams that are down big late from chucking up three-pointers or the team that's winning to just dribble out the ball since there's no clock to dribble out. Kind of cool, actually. I kind of like it. I did too. I just there was no intensity to it. I I will say I won money on Cat and Ob and Ob uh, Top and winning their uh, the three pointer and the slam dunk contest. I, I bet both of them. Those are nice hits. Big Ed told me I was a crazy person for betting Carl Anthony Towns, but jokes on him because I fucking won. Um, there you go. And then Ob just he's my one. He's one of my few glimmering hopes as a Knicks fan. I just I, yeah. We got we got. Let me ask you this: What's what's uh and congrats to Ob because that was a that was a pretty lackluster dunk contest but yeah it's, you know, it's still cool to at least have something to celebrate in kareem left in the middle of it <laughs> i saw that, I saw um, that what's uh what do you think is the better event home run derby or dunk contest um right home now run, home, not home, like overall home run derby with the with the like since home run derby redid the the uh like since they did like the clock you have a certain you have a clock to to hit yeah since adding that i think home run derby is better just because like I don't know. I just like home runs. You just, you hit them and you're done with the slam dunk kind. Of, like who who's the guy from Houston who was in it? Um, Houston. Uh, they're this they're past year. You're done. Oh, like they're right now. They're he's like he's their guy. Brightman. No, no. I'm talking. Right, yeah. I'm talking basketball. Oh, uh, Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Thank you. Like he unfortunately, he's the guy who Kareem got up in the middle of. Like yeah, if you so. if you if you do it and you miss on the first the first chance, like the oh like the holy shit aspect of it is gone. Yeah. Then absolutely. like it, so I and think it always that, impacts their score. Absolutely. I think that's a I think that's a detriment to them with like the home run derby, like you're in it, you're in it the entire time. Like you're in it until someone calls timeout, and then once timeout time in resumes. Like you're back into it. You're never not into it. And I think I think that the MLB does a better job of getting stars involved in their competitions. In the dunk contest, who we really wanted to see is like a healthy Zion, Anthony Edwards. Uh, I saw this graphic. It was them two. Who else was in there? Oh, man, it's gonna kill me. Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. Yeah, that's and the, Zach that's Levine. The Zach Levine and Aaron see. Gordon are both on record saying they'll never go back after the whole D Wade debacle, however many years ago that was. Right, and, and that was that's what, that's a detriment to them. Contest. Also, what happened? Yeah, I think they did back to back dunk contest. No, they did, and they went like ten rounds deep, and then they were like they had a whole plan to like split the baby and give them both co winners. Yeah. D Wade screwed it up and gave the wrong point value to. Has uh, Mike Trout ever done the home run derby? No, and I kind of I'm I'm okay with that strictly from the fact that like at, like uh, Pete Alonzo is a unicorn in this sense because you don't like what's it called like it, the home run derby like it's it kills players like swings for whatever reason if you win yeah it, it there's kills. always been that that rumor yeah like I don't know what the hell it is but like it just, it, I'm kind of okay with Mike not doing it no, speaking yeah. of my chat speaking of my chat did you see the video. There was he was he was in he was having like indoor BP somewhere with his dad and like video leaked and some like division three baseball team like gave him shit not knowing it was Mike Trout and they were like talking about like him dropping his hands or some shit like something like mechanical in his swing and like the page that posted it was like hey you know hey college X so and so 
yo, do, do you, are you sure you want to maintain that? And they were like, yeah, if you ever want, if you ever really want to learn how to hit, give us a call and like put like the, the school's like, not contact information, but like the school's like uh, social media account out there. And it, it, and the person goes back like, okay, Mike Trout, you see what they're talking about you? And Mike Trout, like he didn't go at him, but he was just like, uh, oh yeah, I've heard that too. It's worked out for me. I'm okay with it. Huh? And the school just had to eat shit. Sounds like a commercial. It, it, was, like, it was just Yeah, it sounds like you could script that. Yeah. Uh, there are certain things in life you can script, and there's one thing in life, and there are certain things in life you can't script. The Knicks blowing a 28-point lead to you, Jose, I don't think was scripted, but my response to it... Even I, if you scripted it, I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe... I, I would believe it. I know I wouldn't either. Case you would, but it's, it's pretty comical how many times they're going to do the same thing, right? This That was, what, three times three, in the last three week? Out of like the, three out of the last five games, and I'm using five. Portland, Brooklyn, and L.A., the yeah. Lakers. Yeah, I just – I think it was Sunday to Sunday. Stevie Steps. Stevie Steps. He listens to it. I went to school with him. I love him to death. I Dude, like, I hate, I hate the Knicks. I love to hate them. Again, shout out Maria for texting, for DMing me back about it. Like, hopefully she's listening to it. I totally listened to the show. But, dude. No, I started I, to realize their flaws as I was watching the second half of that game. Dude, and like I, you know. There's nobody playing with heart over there, man. No I, energy. Dude, Randall is the is the problem. Forever be the problem. Uh, can you hear me? Yep. All right. My thing keeps popping up saying that it's, there's, there's, a, there's a problem with it. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. All right, cool. Fuck Julius Randle. Like, I did, like, he doesn't give a fuck. And RJ Barrett being hurt does not help us. Like, dude, we had a 20. You want to know something? Like, I knew it. I knew it in my heart. I, I, had, I had a massive bet on that. Like, it was like $10 to win, a, to win a grand or something. Like, everyone's on the over and whatever. Dude, like... I I can't do this anymore. Like I like I can't. Like that was a tough at, bet you lost. At half at halftime, for the like the at halftime the second bet that I made the one that the one where Evan Fournier couldn't hit that last three pointer just to, just to get me over. I was a half beat. I was a half point tough over. Beat. It was as hard as they get. Plus fifty five hundred for the Nets to come back, dude. And in my head, I'm like, hammer this, hammer this, hammer this. Well, I I put a bet in at halftime on the money line. And it was 160. So I put in 10 bucks. I got 160 out. My thing was uh, for the Nets to the Nets to win and the over to hit. Oh, uh, I see. Well, so that's why I was not, knowing what we know now. The over didn't hit. So yeah, two, two seventeen and a half, and they finished at two seventeen, and wah, like that. Wah, that wah. was just like that was like the ultimate Nick experience, just to kick in the dick when you needed it when you didn't need it. So whoever they play next. Take them to win. Just hammer the hammer, hammer the opponent at halftime. Hammer the opponent at halftime. But dude, like I'm halftime. Like listen again, again the same goddamn thing. If KD is out there, if Kyrie is out there, even if a Ben Simmons is out there and they just go off for thirty in the second half, I'm like, okay, like that just happens. Like superstars do that. Which organization is more screwed right now, the Lakers or the Knicks? The Knicks. At least the Knicks have some young talent, though, right? Dude, the talent like New York is where talent goes to die. Like we, but you have the coach, you have the system. Like we clearly maybe, don't. We clearly maybe it's don't. The players at this we, point, we clearly maybe don't. You can only look towards them. You got Thibs. Thibs is a is a you know he's a household name. 
I agree with you. I love Thibs. I hate people who are saying that this is Thibs's fault. It's not Thibs's fault. At the same time, like it's something from the top down. I will never stop feeling this way. And Depp backed me up on this to you because you're a Nets fan who loves himself and doesn't understand the pain that this that this is. Like it's it's always gonna be this bad. It's always gonna be this bad. If James Dolan sells the team, I'll reconsider. But it's always gonna be this bad. I I can't I don't do. Know. Like I, I, as a Knicks fan, like I, as a former Knicks fan, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm gonna continue to bet on them. I'll probably lose more money. Just root for the I, Cavs. And I can't even. They, do that. They're the baby nets. Are they the baby nets? You know what the Cavs are going through right now? The same exact thing that you guys went through, and then no, next year they're gonna realize they're not as good as they think they are. No, they are because LeBron's gonna go to them in free agency at a certain point. It's gonna be him and Bronny in Cleveland. Well, that's assuming that they have the number one overall pick. In order assuming to Bronny's get Bronny, be the number one overall pick. That's also true. You, you heard he was like number 43 in the class of 2023, I think it is. I don't, I didn't hear that. I really, truth be told, he's I number 43. I haven't listened to a ton of stuff on, on Bronny. So I just only listened to the, the, the shit they said with, with LeBron and Bronny. Gotcha. If he were to come out of high school, though, as the 43rd player in his class, he wouldn't get drafted because you still have to consider the top players in the college classes, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. You know, I don't, it's like, I don't, I don't think Brian's going to go to college. I think he's going to do what D Wade did. I think he's going to find a G League team somewhere. He's going to cook there for a year and then he's going to go into. Uh, I don't think he can afford to do that because Bron's going to be 39 when in 2023. Well, you ha- you still have to be 19 years old to, to go to the NBA. I think he will be in 2023. But he has to be out of high school. Right. I think that is the same I, year that I, he graduates high school. I, I, is, no, is it? Yeah. It's only two years away. Jesus. That's the thing. He's going to be – if he's not like the top prospect out of high school – how is he going to get drafted before guys who have gone to college I, and are more highly talented? Unless, unless obviously, it's like, oh, well, now that we know we're going to get LeBron too, I'll take a flyer on his son, take a year or two of LeBron, and hope for the best. Because you're not only drafting Bronny, obviously. Everyone knows now you're drafting LeBron as well. Right. I. I just I like back to your point. Like I, I see LA is screwed also because they know they're gonna lose LeBron and AD by himself is gonna suck and they gotta pay Russell Westbrook. They gotta figure out what to do with Russell Westbrook. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think that both teams are screwed equally. Like the only thing that the only reason the Knicks are screwed worse than LA is because LA has a championship in the last three years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't expect Bron to leave LA anytime soon. I know he loves it out there. But I think once this contract plays out, I think he's got another year left after this to line it up perfectly with Bronny. I think it's safe to say he's, he's you know, doing one last victory lap and then he's done. Yeah, I think that's what he said. The, the, all-star, the all-star press conference or whatever, the media availability did, the portion of it, he really – he said some interesting things. He looped himself in with the, with the Cleveland superstars that were at – that were at the Cleveland All-Stars that were at All-Star Day. He talked a lot of shit about Rob Palenka and Lakers. Did you see any of this? Mm, yeah, I didn't see him talk a lot about them as much as I heard him just praise 
Sam Presti and OKC, Josh Giddy as a player, um, Dan Gilbert and the Cavs for accumulating draft picks and making the right trades to bring in young, you know, um, potential talent. Yeah. You know, right coaching staffs, taking chances on people with no prior coaching experience. I saw him really lauding those people. I didn't really see him uh, talking about Palinka or the Lakers organization directly. He, he I think he, he referred to LA as some version of a, of a floating dumpster fire. Like that's not a direct quote, but it's essentially what he said. And like, well, they are, I, I, no, I don't disagree with you. I just like, I've never really heard LeBron like throw his team under the bus before like that. Yeah. There's a, there's a meme going around that Russell Westbrook, obviously everyone knows that Russell Westbrook is supposedly a better second half player than he's a first half player. Like, oh, wait for what, wait for Westbrook to average 2013 and 13. And he's going to bring us back into the playoff picture. Good luck with that. Dude. I, I'll never really agree with Charles Barkley because I think he's a clown. Charles Barkley had a quote the other day, which I like, I couldn't agree with more. He talks about how Russell gives 150% at every point in the game, and he's just getting killed right now. Like, I couldn't agree with him more. Like, Russell Westbrook is not like – like, LeBron at one point gave 150% effort every time. Like, now he's, like, he's slowly, like, just becoming old and not doing it every every. I've day, noticed. Every, every, on every play. You watch him. He's just not – he's not giving 110%. His heart's he's not – he was Giannis, and now he's not he's not that – motor anymore right and that's that that's something we can debate another time russell westbrook is still like giving his all like when he's taking these shots he's trying he's trying to win he's trying to help the team win he's just not and i just (coughs) i i like i i i i I agreed with charles like yo like russell's trying to do this and i just i don't know what it is i don't know if it's that he's just not that He's not the facilitator he once was, or he's just not on a team where he's like the facilitator. It's LeBron who's the facilitator. Like I, I feel for Russell Westbrook. Like I truly do. Like this, this guy's really he's been a ping pong ball the last four years, and he's just he's never he, he hasn't gotten. I think it. he wanted to come to LA. I don't feel no, bad I, for him at all. It's not that he wanted to come to LA. It's just that I think that they had a different idea of what it would be like. Like I don't think they really understood like that Russell needs the ball in his hands and able in order to be able to be good. Like, he's not someone who you can kick it out to and expect to hit it. Like, he's right. someone who has to drive and dish. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, that was something that really hit me. Yeah, he's not, he's not the same offensive threat. Yeah, he has back- to be more of a facilitator, a coach, almost like a player coach like Chris Paul's doing in Phoenix. Yeah, that, I, I, think, I, think it, I think the reason Chris Paul is doing so well with that is because Monty Williams is there. Mm-hmm. And... Like Monty Williams is just, like he's a gentleman's coach. Like players respect him. I still and I think that Chris Paul is like old enough that he knows Monty a lot, and it, that's why they're able to work so well right. together. Also, I just you know the, the the mindset, the personality. Like I think Russ has to have a chip on his shoulder. He has to play with an edge in order to do what you know he did in his MVP year, for example. Right. And being an older player now with deteriorating skills and a lack of a jump shot. Like those are all things that are going to catch up to you. Less athleticism. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just weird how quick of a decline it's been. And who knows? Maybe he winds up going somewhere else, and and he winds up putting up close to what he was back in his prime time. Yeah. I, I just like my last thing on LeBron. 
This was like the ultimate, like, I just feel like fuck you to everybody. Like, Clutch Sports came out and said how disappointed they were with Rob Polinka and the Lakers. Like, that's LeBron. That, that's yeah. like, like let's, let's not sugarcoat. Like, LeBron, LeBron is a heavy investor in Clutch Sports. He helped Rich Paul start it. Hey, he, was, he was Rich Paul's first big client. And now they, rep- they represent a good amount of people. But, yeah, they, got, they got good brand recognition in the NBA uh, right now. 100%. It's a great business. But, the, but like, you know, Clutch Sports saying, coming out and being like, we're frustrated Rob Palenka for not, making a, for not making a move for John Wall at the deadline. Like, they wanted Russell to go. They wanted Russell dealt back to Houston for John Wall, and the Lakers wouldn't pull the trigger on it. Whether or not it was a good move or not is yet to be seen. But, like, LeBron, if you're going to do like, just attach your fucking name to it. Like, don't be, like, a clutch sports, because then, like, this is, like, the whole, like, oh, this is my representation. This isn't me. But you represent right. yourself. Right. I don't know. I just, I, I, I digress. Um, my last, uh, my last NBA thing. Um, did you see? I saw this about an hour before we started this. Um, Zion Williamson is apparently an asshole. I didn't, I didn't know this. Did you, did you know this? I didn't, I didn't take it. I, I saw what you said, yeah. what you sent me before. I didn't take it as he's an asshole. I took it more of he's like just distant. You know, like he's not. He comes across as an asshole because he doesn't put in the time and effort to get to know his teammates. Is it po- like I'm thinking about this? Sense. Is it possible that he just doesn't know that, like, as a leader, you're supposed to do that? You think? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the kid's what only 21. I don't even think. I don't even. Know. I think. I think that takes time, and he probably wants to. He's probably frustrated that he can't stay healthy on the court, and he's not even thinking about being a leader right now. He's probably just thinking about rehabbing and putting in the work that he needs to do in order to not get injured again and miss more time in the NBA. Cause it's really been an awful start in terms of health for him. I saw socks. I, I mean, this was supposed to be the next LeBron James, right? I know this is, he's close. He's, he was linked to, he was, you know, compared to LeBron James coming in. Now I saw a tweet the other day. He's being compared to Greg Oden. Yep. Like I saw that too. And then I saw them comparing uh, the draft class of him and Ja versus Odin and Durant. Yeah. And Ja and Durant being the ghosts. Com- that's the thing I was thinking. I guess I, you either sent it to me or I sent it to you because I think I saw the same exact thing. Yeah. Like, it, it's sad. He just, he's too, like, it, he's too built that that's a possibility. Like, he can't, like, he can't stay healthy and he can't get He's got to lose weight. I was, I saw a clip. I don't know why this came up on my feed today of Charles Barkley talking to Dr. J. I saw the same thing. Yeah, with Moses Malone. Yeah. And Moses Malone was telling Charles that he can't play fat. And so Moses took him under his wing and trained him. And Charles lost weight. And that's when he started reaching his full potential. Yeah. Who's going to do that on the Pelicans? You don't have a guy like a Hall of Famer like Moses Malone there to coach you through that and take you under his wing and show him how to be a leader. In a weird way, I almost feel like it doesn't need to be a a Pelican player with the way today NBA players are like, like like True. back then, like it, it back then it was it, it wasn't like it is today where everyone's friends. It was like a if you're not on my team, I fucking hate you type of right. mentality. Like it's like I almost like it almost could be like a Joel Embiid or like a or a, not a Bam out of Bayou. It was more uh, like a, 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 a oh, this is gonna piss me off. Uh, a Joker in uh, in in Denver. Like it, it, it's someone you know, it's someone who's who's been big. Kevin Love, even Kevin Love. Have you seen? If you look at a picture of him when he was drafted to, he yeah. is now he's fifty pounds lighter. Yeah, 
Like it's true. It, it yeah. could be any one of those guys. It could be LeBron James, Chris Paul. It could be anyone, anyone with veteran, you know, leadership yeah. and experience. That's like it better respected status. in the NBA. Exactly. So yeah, it's a shame. And uh, was it CJ who said? CJ was the one who came out and said he hadn't heard from Zion during. Um, how, how did he say that? Like through report, reporters after a game? Or? I think he was it, the way that it, the way that it sounded was like he was asked a question. I don't know. I didn't see the direct quote. I only, I, I only saw the headline, which is what CJ said. I I think I like CJ's, CJ's got to know better than to throw him under the bus. Too. I think, but I don't think CJ was throwing him under the bus. I I think C like. CJ McCollum's not the guy to throw him under the bus. Like uh, he's not the guy to like speak out of turn either. I really think he was asked a question and just answered it. Yeah, yeah, maybe he just kind of like. Uh, and he, you know, he, not for not like he, he. I think the reason him and Dame are such good friends is because I think they both have an old pro sense of honor, even though they've like they they they're newer guys, where like they they almost feel like they where they wouldn't intentionally put a guy down in their in, in, on their team. Like, I almost feel like it was just a fuck-up, like a fuck-up that we just wouldn't see. Kind of feels that way. I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's going to be interesting to see. I, I, you know, they're making it uh, – Zion sounds like he's going to be out the rest of this year, maybe even in the beginning of next year because it sounds like he needs another foot surgery. I just – you know, Air Jordan sunk $75 million into this guy. This guy, you know, New Orleans oh, – He's set for life. New Orleans was was – Set was deemed as you know rescue for when Zion was drafted. New York was devastated when they didn't get the number one overall pick. I remember being in a batting cage with Sherman and Eric Gordon, like when this happened. When it found out when we found out that uh, the Knicks got the number three overall pick, I felt devastated. Right now, I feel like okay, like like I, I really feel like when the like the Knicks problems are going to get. Guess what, let, Tim? What's up? We went through the same exact thing in Brooklyn. We I don't want to. You have Kevin. No, I don't want to hear about you in Brooklyn no more. I don't. Like, you guys a, are going to the playoffs. You just got we your home. You just got your home point guard. You just got your home point guard. I don't want to hear about. We were you. supposed to get John Wall, and we wound up getting the third ball, just like you guys. And instead, we drafted Derek Favors. And you know what? At least you're getting something out of RJ Barrett. Derek Favors wound up being a, a, a good role player at best. Jose, you and a spot you, starter. No, 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 you stole New York from the Knicks. The guy, we, guys who want we, guys who earned it. Guy, you earned it. Fine, I, like you an took asshole it. Asshole owner. The team was sold. Joseph Sai has done a good job, and you know, more importantly, he's opened up his wallets. That doesn't and, hurt. And also with that. You, you, like New York is an attractive destination now because of the Nets. Like I can't stress that enough. Like I don't like. Yes, you guys went through some shit, but you guys like you guys are set for years and years and years after KD and Kyrie. Unless your owner turns into an asshole, which I don't think he will. Like I, I like I don't want to hear about this anymore. Like you guys it's kind of forced though because we wouldn't we wouldn't be set for the future if it wasn't for this trade with. With uh, what's it called? With Philadelphia, because no, we got back. You, got, you we, guys got out. Of we got it. back right. a franchise player who's just now hitting his prime, or should hopefully just now be hitting his prime. We'll see what happens with, you know, him taking time away and whatever, and and a pick on top of that. That's really nice. I know. But we didn't have a future before James Harden got traded. It was four years of Kevin Durant. You, all right, so then you Kyrie have the alert. James, you have the future alert. Because now look, we got we picked up Goran Dragic. Dragic. Uh, Patty Wait, Mills, you got your home Blake Griffin, Lamar, Lamarcus Aldridge, 
Before that, we had um, what's his name, Paul Millsap. I mean, those guys are those are guys who aren't going to be in the league in two years. I know most of them, if not all of them. You guys are going to you guys are going to win a championship at some point in the next two years, and they're all going to retire. I get it. Correct. Yeah. Like the Knicks don't have that. It's it's tough. I mean, Cam Thomas, the truth with the dagger three against you guys, he's probably our best uh, prospect right now. He's our him and Clax, the only prospects really. Dude, I can't with this. Like, I can't. Like, uh, we can't. We can't go backwards with this because I'll rant for another half hour. We just don't have yeah. another half hour to rant. All My last ahead. topic. Did you see Juwan? Did you see the Juwan Howard punch? Did you see it yes. at all? Uh, open, open hand strike across. Do the you head. know it the ba- Do you know the whole story? Did you watch the whole video of it? Uh, I saw it, but if you want to refresh my memory, so with 15 seconds left, Wisconsin calls timeout. In it, it was later explained that Wisconsin was calling timeout to reset the clock and their lineup so that they can get their bench players in. I think it's a bullshit answer, but I'll get back to it. So. After the game, Juwan Howard was pissed off about it. Juwan didn't immediately start the line, start the handshake line like he didn't. He then started to walk. He wanted, he tried to shake hands with people. He was grabbed and stopped by the Wisconsin coach. Juwan Howard said, "Don't touch me." And the Wisconsin coach was trying, allegedly, I don't believe it, allegedly, was trying to set the record straight on why he called timeout. And Juwan Howard's like, "Do not touch me. I don't want to fucking talk to you. I'm not going to forget this." And then things got physical, things things unfortunate. Juwan, Juwan was grabbed him by the shirt. Juwan was wrong for Juwan, Juwan was wrong for throwing for throwing hands. I will I'll openly yeah, I say that. That, that I was understand what he was trying to do with that. If you want to punch him, keep the fist closed and punch him. I don't, I don't even, know like, why, why punch like why head. punch why punch an assistant? Why not punch the head coach also? Like that's another thing. We that's yeah. again, like I think he was wrong for the punch, but like I I I, I could, you know, I don't think I'm biased in this. Ed's telling me that I'm wrong with this. I like why, like why is the Wisconsin coach like not get not facing penalties? Like the Wisconsin coach was the he one who started anyone. This. He just had he just had a verbal altercation. The Wisconsin coach was the That's one who okay. started this. Juwan Howard didn't go looking for anybody. Juwan Howard was trying to just shake hands and go back to the locker room, and then the Wisconsin coach stopped him. Wasn't Jawan confronting the Wisconsin? Wisconsin coach about the timeouts? No, he wasn't. Juwan, watch the video. Juwan tries to walk past him and is stopped by the Wisconsin coach. That's not how I saw it. Maybe I do have to go back and watch it. Watch the video. Juwan, Juwan, like, tries to, like, angrily walk past everybody, and the Wisconsin head coach stops him, and, like, Juwan, like, pushes his hand away, like, get off me. Like, don't don't touch me. I don't want to talk to you. And then things unfolded as they did. Juwan Howard was wrong throwing the punch. But that this whole thing doesn't start unless the Wisconsin coach touches Juwan Howard. Right. And that's the one thing that pisses me off. Like, again, Juwan, he's been suspended five games. He has to pay a 40K fine, but he's back for the playoffs. The, uh, the Michigan AD apologized on behalf of, of Michigan. Like, you know, I, I uh, listen, I don't condone fighting. I don't condone fighting. I don't condone throwing fists. Like, I, I, I'm not like everyone th- immediately threw Juwan Howard under the bus. Ed keeps constantly calling me and poking me about it. I, this all, this all, this whole thing only started with Wisconsin head coach trying to stop Juwan Howard. And I, and I think that's being overlooked and I, and I don't like it. I just saw the clip. I took a second to go watch it again. I'd like to see what happened like 30 seconds before that. Cause the clip really starts with Juwan 
trying to walk by him and then the coach grabbing him. I want to see the, how the exchange went down, the body language went down before that. Okay. Something, okay. something tells me that what you'll find is Jawan con- confronting him because that's how I heard it explained. Jawan so, was going to confront him about why he, um, why he took the timeout. No. So, okay. So watch the video again because in it, like you know how, like in every, you know, you know how, like the head coach usually starts the handshake line. Yeah. So Jawan didn't do that. Like his assistants and some of his players had walked by him and then he joined the line. And then when he got them, when the head coach got to him, like he tried to walk past the head coach and the coach stopped. Him. That's the way I watched. I'll send you the video that I saw. Right. Right. I can see how it comes across that way. Like, and again, I'm not, and again, I'm not saying Juwan Howard shouldn't be punished. Like he threw a punch. He has to be punished. No. At the same time, the Wisconsin head coach has to be like the Wisconsin and, coach has to be held responsible for this also. I don't, I don't know, but he has to receive, so, he has to receive, but the, the right. Juwan Howard, uh, suspension. I thought it was kind of sneaky how they phrased it, how he's done for the remainder of the season, but it doesn't include playoffs. any what, yeah, playoff games and March Madness, obviously. And I, and I think that's fine. I think, listen, like there's only five games left. We're already going to the postseason. Right. We're going to the tournament. Just fuck off until then, be ready to come back, and then we'll move on. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, they had to do it to get the public eye. And no, hundred percent, and, and, and not like, like, like right Juwan Howard's actions, re- like called, like called for reprimand. Right. Yep. Well, right. that was another uh, we'll see, fine man. episode. I know. I love it. I love we kept this one that. a little bit more under wraps. Oh, well, that's it was big, only like that, an hour, big, eight minutes. That's be, that's because that one, we don't does. have the NFL, and two, you you cut my you cut my Shailene Woodley. Uh, that was that was by far the longest segment of this show, Tim. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know where that. I didn't know you felt so strongly about Shailene Woodley. I, dude, go to the timeline. That's all I'm gonna say. Go to the timeline. That's and I'm not gonna, gonna lie, I thought I thought we were in for like a four hour show. I, I started could, doing the math in my head. I was like 15 minutes per segment, and we have like 10 topics to talk about. Today. I could That's I like, could do I could do a, a four hour show. Again, I wanted I wanted you up here with me. I wanted you on the patio. It would, I, it would no, get to a point where I would just be sitting there nodding along, and I might even fall asleep if we did four hours. Four hours is a lot. Uh, whatever you say, man. We could be. We this, could is, be this is right around my threshold. We could we could be the next Rogan. We could do four hour shows, and we can just talk and talk and talk and talk mm-hmm. about anything. And By the way, I uh, Alyssa's going out tonight, so I went to the supermarket and I got myself like a pound and a half porterhouse. Gonna grill that up tonight. My uncle's well, that's, got. That's the other reason why I want to get going because I'm I'm excited to put this thing on the grill. My uncle's got elk and uh and other uh, game meat. We're gonna have some fun with. Nice. Yeah. Man. Enjoy that. All right. This has been. I think this is this episode seven, eight. I lost count after three or four. We're almost at ten, man. We gotta do something for episode ten. It's something that I didn't think we'd be able to get to. Yeah. 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 We'll see if we can put something together. I know you said something about the giveaway last week. I know we're still working on it. We're still working on it, but uh, everyone should, you know, everyone should be looking for it. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up. Uh, I think we got we got to start a Twitter. That's one thing you and I got to talk about. Apparently, one thing we got to do is start a Twitter. That's one thing I keep on getting uh, recommendations on. Some some of them unwarranted, but uh, other recommendations that I like. <laughs> um, hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on YouTube. Hit us up on Spotify. Make sure you like us all. You know, we have everything. Everything's in the link in the description on Instagram at Rock With Us The Pod. 
follow us. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you think of our conversations. Let us let know if you agree with my opinion that Shailene Woodley is part of the reason that Aaron Rodgers is so zen now. Or if you think Juwan Howard was an asshole and he's the one that started this fight with the Wisconsin coach. I want to hear from Does he want, deserve that suspension? Let's he 100% deserves that suspension, that suspension. I'm talking about the Wisconsin coach not getting a suspension. Uh, yeah, let, let us, us know, know about that. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you disagree with us. Let us know what you want us to hear more, what you want to hear more of us of. You know, let us know. Let us know if you went to San Diego 71 and let us know what you like about Jose's restaurant. Not actually, because I love it there. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Uh, Jose, you good? Yeah. We'll see what we come up with for next week. We got pretty lucky here in a week without football. We we were blessed with a nice long list of things to talk about. Hopefully the next week can be more of the same. MLB, figure it the fuck out. Figure That's- it out. And more importantly, can't wait for NBA to be back on Thursday because life's been pretty boring this last couple of days. Not if you're a hockey fan. Yeah, well, we'll cross that bridge when I get to the playoffs. <laughs> All right. Jose, you good? Hit the music, Tim. Hit the music. Why don't you talk tonight? Drugs got me sweating, but the room getting colder. Looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Lean with me, pop with me. Get high with me if you rock with me Smoke with me, drink with me Lean with me, pop with me